guys welcome back to another episode of first drafts um we hope you guys enjoyed the last episode because we certainly enjoyed it we had a good turnout we did have a good turnout so everyone submitted their stories yeah thank you guys so much for listening and sharing and everything like that of course we're always grateful for the yeah. exposure we want to do another episode i think it'd be cool to do like a worst ex story so mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that that'll, that'll be interesting but this week's episode is gonna be a little bit more nitty gritty um do you want to give the premise of what it's about okay so this episode is going to be titled i guess like pursuing your dreams And this is not like a how-to guide because I know that I'm not qualified. We don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) We're just talking like based off our own personal experiences and like what we think about certain points. But yeah, so basically earlier this week, I found an article that was basically talking about 13 things that may or may not happen when you begin to pursue your dreams. This is like tables flipped because i'm always the one that's like i read this article yes one time yes millie is the article queen (laughs) she always has an article like in the back of her pocket like ready like uno reverse i really do i'm like let me let me find any way to relate this article that i read like two years ago into my conversation i love that it's like when I was little and I would learn a new word and I would always try to <laughs> yes. like integrate that word. Yeah, like word of the day yeah. or stuff like that. Like flabbergasting. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, you look flabbergasting. Or like and nautical. Like, I remember like trying to use nautical like every day. Really? Because I like when I was in fourth grade, she gave us like words and based on the, off of that word, it was like a complex word, I guess at the time. So like nautical or whatever. I, w- I had nautical. So for Halloween, I had to dress up to school as my word nautical oh but that's easy though yeah because nautical is like disc it's like it's an adjective yeah so that's funny but so yeah that was fun so- <laughs> anyway <laughs> we're gonna be talking about these points and basically like what we think of them and how they relate to us or how they don't relate to us but i feel like a lot of these points did more than what i thought they that they would mm-hmm. or just like i don't know i'm I'm in the process, well, we're both in the process of just graduating from college. We graduate in Literally less, less than a month. Less than a month. And I think I take inspiration from, honestly, you, like, moving to Chicago. Like, literally just going for it. And I feel like I need to just go for it, too. But anyway, we'll talk about all of those in the points. Yes, so these are going to be 13 points based off of this article that talks about 13 things that may or may not happen when you begin to pursue your dreams. I don't know if you said that already. Yeah, you did? No. It's okay. Just, just <laughs> Say a little like, reiteration. Just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of them, or the first one is you'll step out of your comfort zone. And all these points are not in chronolog- chronological order. We're just listing them based mm-hmm. off of like how I saw them on the article. But yeah, the first one is you'll step way out of your comfort zone. And I think for me... I feel like I'm okay getting out of my comfort zone and maybe like social situations because I feel like my like nervousness and anxiety just like I agree. makes me turn into this like crazy person that likes to be social and like likes to do all these things. So I feel like my, I, I guess the adrenaline will make me get mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone, but I think more broad, I don't think that I'm like that bold mm-hmm. to 
go out of my comfort zone. And I feel like you're maybe the opposite. Yeah. Well, I've actually been watching a lot of Survivor lately with my boyfriend. Oh. And that, that show <laughs> is just... I feel like there, there are some good points that are made. But there was this one person, one survivor on, on the show. And I think she was saying how she is... In that situation, she is completely out of her comfort zone. She doesn't feel like she's qualified to be there because um, she's not like the best, um, the best survivor. Yeah, she's not the best survivor. She's she she really isn't. But when she said that, it really resonated with me because personally, I think when you step out of your comfort zone, it opens up so many different opportunities for you yeah. that you would have never like as granted. cliche as that sounds exactly but it's so true because being uncomfortable builds character it and it's it, it makes you grow as a person and i think that's the high that i get off of like going out of my way to do things that i'm not comfortable with because mm -hmm. in my mind i think i've like established and forced the idea that i can do anything if I really want to do it. Yeah. Or I think I'm capable of doing anything if I put in the effort to. Mm -hmm. And so nothing really... I mean, obviously there are times where I doubt myself and I feel like I can't like accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. But yeah, um, I think for overall. me, I always like think everything is so much better in theory. And then when you actually do it like <laughs> in practice, like it sucks. No, execution is the hardest part for sure. But, but I needed to start being more... I feel like when I was younger... Ugh, I'm 23. Like, you know, <laughs> when I was, like... Back when, like, I was when I was, like, 21 <laughs> or 22, I don't know. I feel like I was way more spontaneous. But now I'm very much, like, a like a homebody, like, hermit crab. Like You're comfortable. I just... Yes. Not in a bad way. But I, need to, but I do need to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But we'll go on to the, the second point. The second point is you'll get scared. And I feel like... I don't want to be the person to admit that I am scared of, you know, graduating and then, like, failing and stuff like that. And sometimes I think to myself, do I actually want to succeed or am I just afraid of failure? And I feel like me being afraid of failing drives me more than, like, wanting the to succeed. The idea of success. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know, like, how to change that, but that's something that I really need to work on. Like, I need to, like, chase, like what I think success would be like for mm -hmm. me, you know? Do you and, think it, oh, sorry, sorry. No, you go. No, I was just gonna ask if you would categorize yourself as a perfectionist. I think to some extent, yes. I feel like I am like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I can let slide, but maybe like to some extent I am a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I guess when it comes to your own projects and things, when you're when you're working for yourself and not for let's say like studio or something yeah i feel like okay with studio in like first or second year i was extremely like yeah. i cannot miss an inch mm -hmm. you know everything has to be perfect but now as i'm in my last semester like i could care less <laughs> i could care less it's like 10 feet off you're like well that's close enough and i'm like <laughs> i'm just gonna fudge it like fudge it you know the columns and nothing lines up i'm just like whatever i don't care but I really do need to stop being like that. I think it's just... I don't want to say senioritis, but I'm going to say it. Senioritis. Senioritis is a real thing. I'm just done. But I feel like it's a common thing with, like, all of our friends right now. Like, we're mm -hmm. all just done. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how I feel, too. But also, sometimes I think about what success means to me. And I actually think about it often. 
because honestly my goal is to live minimally but have like a big life Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that makes sense but I don't know the I guess the thought of like wanting to be loved and like love in return or vice versa I don't know I love that like just who are we without love type of thing that might be like so deep no I like that but like I don't know I remember hearing this song like on the Christian radio station like who are we without love and I think that's so true and I don't know I'm a lot of things without materialistic items I'm a lot of things without exactly you know stuff Mm-hmm. But I feel like the thing is, a lot of people, I read this book one time, and it's talking about the reasons why people are depressed, and I think, you know, there's a lot of empty, emptiness that comes along with um, associating yourself and your self-worth with, with with materialistic items, and so the minute you start doing that, it kind of just spirals out of control at some point. Yeah. So, like, your identity is, like, in tied to, yeah. like, a nice designer bag. And, like, I mean, we're all guilty of it. Right. I mean, at some point or another. Yeah. But, but I think, like, when I start, when I graduate and, like, have my own job, I really want to, like, be mindful of, like, changing that mm-hmm. mindset. Because I definitely don't want to have that mindset, like, when I have my own family, my own kids, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I, going back to the second point, you'll get scared. I, I feel like I get scared a lot, which is kind of contradictory con- considering like how often I'm, you know, willing to put myself out of the comfort zone mm-hmm. because even when I do put myself out of the comfort zone in my head, my anxiety, you know, tells me, oh, what if this happens or what if this happens? What if you're not actually, um, you know, made out for this? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, you have those thoughts and the real, I guess, integrity comes from fighting against those thoughts. Yeah. And that and obviously, fears. like, ties into the fourth point, actually. Yeah. The fourth does. point is you'll be tempted to bail out for something more secure and you'll get over it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's literally what you just said. Yeah. But going to number three... We're just switching, We're back, switching and back and forth. We're just giving you guys a little preview of the other points. But number three, sometimes you'll be uncertain. It's kind of the same idea because obviously where there's uncertainty, there's fear. Because mm-hmm. you don't really know what to expect. And I know in previous episodes, you've said like fear of the unknown after we graduate college. Which I think is something that a lot of people around us have been able to um, relate to. Yeah. Like, how am I even going to survive? And, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, I was talking about a couple episodes back, too, about how I wasn't necessarily planning on pursuing design as my lifelong career. Um, I think with that comes a lot of uncertainty. And then you don't know if, you know, straying away from this degree will give you stability yeah. But I feel like even within the degree, you still don't know if you will have that stability. Also, like, the idea of, like, hindsight 2020, I hate that. Because I wish that I could see into the future a little bit and be like, am I making the right moves? Mm-hmm. Is this going to affect me later? But that's the beauty of life, is that you don't know. Who are we without love? We're <laughs> without mistakes, okay? Exactly. You can't make mistakes. Well, I mean, whatever, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. I do. Okay, I guess we can skip on to number five. You will doubt your sanity. Mm-hmm. I 
I don't think that I could really speak on this because I feel like I am always like driving myself insane with overthinking and obsessing about things. I feel like I, I don't know, you know me well enough. Mm -hmm. I am such an overthinker. I don't feel like there is a day where I don't think about the same thing like 20 times and obsess about it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in terms of me like pursuing my dreams, whatever that may be at the time, because I feel like we're not only allotted one big dream, right? you know, just like how architecture isn't my only passion. Yes, I do like it. Um, it might not be that way in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our life is so like short, right? But also long in the sense that you can afford like to have multiple dreams mm-hmm. and try to like go towards those. And I mean, easier said than done, but right. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's one thing to be able to pursue something that you're really passionate about. Um, and you know that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And then the minute that somebody decides to doubt those passions, I think that's when the doubts can begin to creep in. Yeah, and then you'll drive yourself insane. Exactly. All all that really needs for me to sparkle is that, really, you want to do that? Yeah, and and then you're like, do I want to do that? (laughs) Yes, and then me overthinking, I'll just go round and round and round. Yeah, I feel like that's what I'm dealing with a lot right now. But what really gets me through is just, you know, at the end of the day, you're just living, like, the only person that can live your life is you. Yes. And, like, another cliche, but, like, you're just, we're all just, at the end of the day, trying our best. We really are trying. Everybody, at the end of the day, is just trying to make a dollar. Ultimately, I think everyone is striving for happiness and fulfillment, and I think everybody deserves that. So, whatever way that works for you, I think... Yeah. Ultimately, that's that's the important thing, mm-hmm. regardless of what other people think. But going on to number six, you won't be able to please everyone. This is a hard one for me because I feel like I am such a people pleaser and I will exhaust myself trying to go above and beyond for everybody but myself. I don't know, in some ways, not all the time, because sometimes Mm -hmm. I do give like a hard no, I guess. And it's okay to say no, but I don't know. Yeah, for me, I feel like I'm also dealing with this right now as well. It's kind of like, you won't be able to please everyone the minute that you start pursuing your dreams. And then, you know, some people will understand and some people won't really be able to fully wrap their heads around it and then you're kind of depicted as selfish yeah but also like when pursuing your dreams I feel like there is kind of like an understanding that other people's opinions like other other people's unsolicited opinions unsolicited are not good word like relevant Mm -hmm. because if you were confident in what you want to do i mean of course listen to your friends you know listen to what they have to say the people that right. love you the most right. but irrelevant people that you know you're not asking for advice from exactly like their opinions most of the time i feel like they don't really matter i mean obviously i want to hear everyone out and give you know everyone like a voice mm-hmm. 
but sometimes it's just not realistic. Yeah, to me, I feel like at this point, um, when you are pursuing your dreams and you're starting to deal with this doubt and then you're trying to see, you know, which individuals do understand and which individuals don't really necessarily understand, um, you kind of start to like reveal or, or people start to reveal their, their true colors. Yeah, I think. And in this situation, I think it's really important to surround yourself with good hearted people and encouraging people. Because ultimately, if you're surrounding yourself with negative people, it that can have a really big impact on how you feel about yourself and how you continue pursuing yeah. your dreams. They might even like psych you out of it at the end. Um, so that's that's a big big factor. Okay, um, but moving on to number seven is you'll learn how brilliant and resourceful you really are. And going back to the previous point where you're kind of dealing with these doubts and you're realizing that you're not being you're not able to please everyone in your life. Um, throughout like the hardships, there are also tons of rewards. You know, once you risk and reward risk and reward it's like the minute that you let go of your ego and you kind of just ignore the negative comments and ignore the doubts you know imposed by other people i think it opens your mind to realizing how brilliant and how resourceful you really can be because i feel like anybody can pursue their dreams but the execution is the hardest part yeah and honestly, like, not to make this about, I guess, us doing this podcast, but I feel like, I guess this is, like, a small-scale example, I mm -hmm. guess, of, you know, big dreams, small dreams, whatever. I wouldn't say that this podcast has always been, like, a dream. I've never, like, you know, I never was like, oh, I want a podcast when I'm older, but, mm -hmm. like, the idea just, like, spontaneously came about, and we just, like, had first, like, went and like tackled it and yeah. like that was really hard but and I honestly didn't know how we were gonna do it because I had no idea me neither and we figured out like the software to use and like we got the mics and mm -hmm. you know with the Instagram too and it all happened so fast yeah and honestly I didn't even know that like we could be capable of doing this mm -hmm. even like how small it is right now right um it's just like I guess an example of this point because I feel like this really like resonates with like us and like the chapter of our lives that we're in right now. Yeah, because originally this was just an idea and I know we both talked about how doing a podcast has been something that's been on our mind for quite some time. And then I feel like us being in the car that night and then coming up with the idea to start one together was just a step forward and then actually ex executing it and getting the mics was like another step forward. So seeing the progression from the idea to the execution to the product at the yeah. end is just so rewarding yeah and it makes it makes you feel so good <laughs> so yes and like uh, i don't know the resourceful part too and then i guess we'll go on to number eight because it kind of ties in with number seven mm -hmm. you'll realize how much you have to offer and i think that's so true because i don't know we i think i can say this for us both we struggle with, like, really bad imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I struggle with this so much. I feel like everything that I do is, like, not really 
you know, like people won't like it. I like I'm a fraud. Yeah. I don't really know how to use, you know, Enscape or anything like yeah. that. Or then the minute that somebody does compliment you or praise your work, you don't feel like you deserve it. I'm like, or I'm like, it's a pity thing. It yeah, has to yeah, be a pity yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I completely feel that. I'm like, you're saying this because you feel bad for me. Yeah. That's why you're saying it. But I don't know. I just need to learn how to accept a compliment, take it as a compliment, and not think twice mm-hmm. about anything else, which yeah. is hard. But I feel like this is also really, um, what's the word? It kind of also ties into like the business perspective where, you know how some people go into a very corporate environment and they're seen as like a little fish and that little fish doesn't necessarily know the value that they hold in their work or what they, the skills that they have. Mm -hmm. And people take advantage of that. You know, employers, big bosses, they know that the new fish isn't going to speak up or advertise their skills. I mean, some do, but I know I'm not like that. And I I want to be like that, you know? I think there's a fine line between, like, I guess being assertive and then just being, like, a jerky or um, ignorant. Yeah. So I feel like that's what I struggle with. That's why I'm more like, I'll just be silent and I'll listen and, you know, I'll take direction and all that jazz but yeah but then the minute that you realize how capable you are then you'll start asserting your place and where like you you know exactly what you're what you can do yeah and I think like for me to be assertive I have to be a hundred percent confident in something and I can like honestly say that I'm not a hundred percent confident about anything same (laughs) like that I don't mean for like you to feel bad for me but I'm just saying I overthink literally everything like I can never be 100% on anything and also I don't want to like make a decision and then somebody not like that decision and then I just feel horrible yeah but that's the beauty in it you know I feel like I'm a big advocate of fake it till you make it I, I live by that I need to start living by that because it's it's a learning process but I think when you start to see the results and you start to see how far you've come it's it's all worth it Mm -hmm. but then number nine we talked about this a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. i think you talked about it yeah you'll start meeting other people who choose to pursue their dreams too and i think that's just like attracting the same energy that you put out and so if you are going to be negative i struggle with being negative all the time because i don't know my mind just immediately goes to this sucks like, I'm never, this is, this is the end of the world. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, like, type of thing. And I really need to stop doing that. My mom always gets on me for being so negative. But that mindset is just going to, like, if I keep, if I'm not mindful of it, it'll probably just keep or not keep. I have to, like, attract negative-minded people, too. Yeah. And, I mean, I want to be a more positive person with everything, and see things like for like good not like somebody is trying to you know like um hurt me or something like that yeah yeah it's kind of crazy I feel like that's something that I've learned a lot within the past year is how big of an impact your initial energy can have on someone else or a conversation or just the overall I I hate that I'm using this word but the overall frequency (laughs) 
<laughs> of the room. You know what I'm talking about? Though. The vibe. The vibe. The aura. But it's like you know, someone. Let, let, let me put it into like perspective. Like you go and hang out with somebody who you haven't seen in like a year, like a really good friend or something. Mm-hmm. They're super bubbly and they want to go out and do everything and just explore and you're not necessarily feeling the best that day. And obviously, sometimes that's out of your control, right? But, you know, there's going to be some sort of dissonance between the two energies that day versus two really positive people in a really good mindset on that specific day Yeah, and hanging and, out. And, and ultimately, like, in a business setting, they're mm-hmm. going to be able to accomplish way more mm-hmm. because they can see things, like, half full. Right. And I feel like, going back to, like, my mindset that I'm struggling with, I guess, I'm always on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, I'm always on defense. And that's something I really need to change. I think I, that's the anxiety. Because I, I feel the same way. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> ready to fight. You're, like, in fight or flight mode, like, 24-7. <laughs> oh Somebody will look at you wrong, and you're like, they're out to get me. Oh, my they gosh. They hate me. I have, like, pause this podcast <laughs> for, like, a quick story time. Story time. Story time. I was at work and I was carrying like a small carton of half and half in one hand. My coworker comes and punches the half and half like kind of out of my hand, but not like so hard to where it falls out. I think it was actually still in my hand. My like once he was done, I literally had like my right fist like in the air, like ready to attack. And so he was like, oh my gosh, like, are you going to hit me? And like, everybody saw, I think, or not everybody, but like maybe a couple people. But yeah, that was my initial response to him. To ball your hand into a fist. I was, I literally had my, the half and half in like my left hand and my fist, my right fist up in the air, like ready to fight. And you know, that really is a good representation of my mindset. <laughs> That's okay. But we're working on that. We are working on it. I feel like I'm not like that to the point where i'll like put my hand in a fist but i my my I, my mind is in a fist your mind is in a fist like my mind's like right so your brain has twisted into a fist <laughs> so moving on we'll go to number 10 number 10 is you'll learn to be patient and are you a patient person i think you are i think i am a patient person when it comes to everything and everyone other than myself i would you consider me a patient person I don't think so. I'm Honestly, like half and half. I've never been in a situation with you where you weren't patient. So I would say that you're pretty patient. I feel like maybe it's the same thing like with you, like with me. I feel like I'm patient with everything else, but when things are with me, I guess. Yeah. Like regarding myself. I think I, what, what comes to mind first is patience and progress for me. Like... When I do something, I it's really rewarding when it's instant. And when it's not instant, it's a little bit more difficult for me to see the end goal and for me to, like, yeah, I guess be satisfied with where I'm at. I guess, yeah, like when we first, the, per- the first purse, per- <laughs> the first episode, we were like, how many views is this gonna get? You know, we were like so, like, I don't wanna say it, but like anal about it. Yeah, we were. And I feel like that's a problem for most people. It's hard not to get sucked into numbers and statistics 
But it definitely sometimes does help, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But But it's not... At the end of the day, we did this podcast to have fun and to, like, keep in touch when you move. Yeah. And if, like, I ever move... I don't know. And I think we always need to remember at the end of the day that we did this, like, as a fun thing. Exactly. we genuinely enjoy. Because, honestly, this is, like, one of the only things that I genuinely enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't, like, a... Like a burden or anything. Yeah, it's like a special thing for us. Yeah. And I remember I texted you like last week or something. And I was like, just kidding. (laughs) I was like, please (laughs) let me know if I ever, if I ever seem a little bit too feisty. If you look at our Instagram at First Drafts Podcast, right? Podcast. Podcast. Sorry. First Drafts Podcast. Millie was going off on the podcast, literally was posting all the posts for like two weeks, I think. Not that I was slacking or anything, but I mean, everything, like, you posted, like, the one with Denny, like, mm-hmm. all of the, I don't know, Millie's, like, Millie, if you're wondering, Millie is the mastermind behind Stop. the Instagram. I'm not, it's a collaborative effort. It is really not me at all. I don't have the vibe for the Instagram. You do. You're, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, I am. Which is the Im- opposite of this whole episode pursue your dreams ladies okay but yeah i i think it's hard definitely for me to stay patient in terms of progress but we all need to remember that growth is not linear yeah it fluctuates and that's something that i'm trying to keep in mind yeah all of this actually i want to change my answer to i think i'm pretty patient but if i work myself up about something enough like, I can become really impatient. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll go on to number 11. Number 11 is you'll learn to trust that your basic needs will always be met. And I feel like half of this is that we are afforded this mindset since we've never been without. And we're very, like, lucky to be able to say that. But also, it's also another cliche, like, not really, but hard work, mm-hmm. like, beats talent. And stuff like that. And I feel like we're working hard. I feel like we downplay our successes. You know, like, graduating from college is such a milestone that we brush over. And we've talked about this before. But learning that, like, no matter what, we will most likely have a roof over our heads. Yeah. We will not be starving, you know. We will get jobs regardless of if it's our dream job or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, it's a very privileged mindset. But I like to think that... I've mentioned this on a previous episode before. But that where there's a problem, there's a solution. So I feel like regardless of how deep down in the dirt you are, there is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I think when you start to perceive it that way, I think it gives you this feeling of empowerment that, you know what, like I... If I push a little bit harder, I know that it'll be, you know, worth it. Yeah. And it also, like, goes back to the last point, being patient. Yeah. You have to be persistent. Yeah. And that's something that I need to work on as well. Being, like, persistent and, like, steady, I Mm -hmm. guess. Because it's, like, the minute that that doubt creeps in, you got to keep going. The minute that somebody tries to, you know, scam you out of your idea or your dreams, you got to keep going. The minute that you hit some sort of financial um, 
problem. You just got to keep going as best as you can. And I think in the end, it makes it all the more rewarding, even if it doesn't turn out the way you want it, because you know that you have tried your absolute best. Yeah. And like, yeah. I guess whenever I get down about something, my parents are always like, well, as long as you tried your best, right. like, that's really all we could ask for. And I love that because sometimes, like, not that your best isn't good enough, but, like, when you try your best, like, you should at least give yourself that. Like, mm-hmm. I gave it my all. It didn't work out. Like, now we just move on. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. You don't have to feel bad for yourself, like, about that situation. Like, you just move on. It's better to know that you've tried versus dealing with that guilt of not even attempting. Yeah. You know, or constantly wondering what if things had worked out or what if I had you know gone out of my way to try to pursue whatever i wanted to i feel like this episode is like us telling ourselves what we know i think so too subconsciously (laughs) like you need to be patient kyla you need to like be more positive Mm -hmm. but this um, is what i need (laughs) yes okay number 12 is you will discover the true meaning of faith I feel like this question is going to be interesting because we'll probably have different perspectives on or different interpretations of what this point means for us. I figured that when I tapped it. Yeah. So I guess I'll go first. I come from like, I guess, a Christian family. I am Christian. I love having faith. I feel like my faith is something that I can always, it's that one constant thing. Like, I know that everything in life around me will change, but I have this one constant that, you know, keeps me going. And it's kind of like a security blanket for me. Just knowing that whatever's going on, like, I know there's one guy out there that hears me and sees me and knows my heart and regardless of any what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. Even parents or, like, friends or whatever. And so having faith and knowing that you know, my story has already been written and knowing that he will open every window to get me where I need to be is comforting to me. So I know you have a completely different view of this, but I just want to say one thing. Millie and I have different views on faith and like religion and stuff, but I really love our friendship because most of the time I feel like that really like makes a divide. I feel like it enhances our dynamic because you're so open-minded to what I have to say outside of your religion and I feel like I also provide a place for you to speak about your religion and you know take away some parts. Yeah, from it just sometimes. because we think different things it's not a bad thing. No, it, if anything it makes it better. Yes, because sometimes I can be close-minded and you know and that something that I could be close-minded with Millie could be super open-minded and vice versa yeah so I guess like the dynamic part mm-hmm. but yeah if you want to go yeah sure um <laughs> but for me when I read this question I immediately thought and like you said earlier I could just be speaking on behalf of myself and how I'm feeling at this current moment but I've struggled a lot with believing in myself and just trusting myself and trusting the universe because I'm a I'm a big believer in you know kind of divine timing Mm -hmm. and 
seeing what the universe has to offer. Yeah. Um, so when, when I hear the word faith, it kind of just speaks as in faith in myself. And yeah. solidifying that I can do what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. And trusting that, you know, regardless of what happens, like, there will always be, you know, something better or something more fitting or just something more convenient. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's hard to remember that, but that's that's how I feel um, in regards to this point. Yeah, and I feel like for me, too... Even though, like, I do consider myself, like, a person of faith, sometimes I feel like that's not always... Not that I don't want to say it's convenient. It's not always convenient, but sometimes I do feel that way where sometimes I'm, like, the only person I can trust is myself. Yeah. But I think with faith, I feel like people who are believers feel this way, too. Like, we go through, like, waves and stuff like that. But I think in the back of my head, I'm always reminded that, for me, it's bigger than just me. Yeah. But I think that definitely helps. But it's like, I was talking to a friend the other week, and we had a really interesting conversation. Because I have been dealing with a lot of doubt and a lot of um, just messiness in regards to where I'm going in the future, Mm -hmm. career-wise. And... I just kind of feel, or I have felt like, kind of like the only player on my team, as in I haven't really received a lot of support, at least in my family, in -hmm. regards to, you know, my career path and moving and things like that, and I was expressing these, you know, feelings, and my friend was like, dude, you know, all you really need is one fan or like one cheerleader on your team and you can go so far with just that's so just true that. and like one yeah. really good fan exactly and that kind of put things into perspective for me because it's like those things that you already know or have subliminal subliminally told yourself in the past but hearing somebody else say it in the time of need is just yeah. something different mm-hmm. so that meant a lot to me so or when people tell you things that like you really needed to hear but didn't know that you needed to hear it yeah no that's that's how i felt yeah. i was like dude i know that but hearing you say it yeah really i, I think i started like tearing up or it something. like brings like truth to it i guess exactly it makes it that more that much more real yeah so i think just having faith in yourself or in something bigger than yourself however you however, want to perceive yeah. this exactly point. But we're on to our last one, number 13. You'll wonder why you waited so long. I don't feel like we're at this point right now where I can say, oh, you know, I wish I would have utilized this time. But I think, like, the people that listen to this podcast, I think we're all in the same, like, realm, I guess, where this is really the time, and I'm speaking to myself Mm -hmm. while I'm saying this, but this is really the time that you need to be utilizing to you know, move to Chicago <laughs> on the day. Millie, I want to say, Millie has been to Chicago on the last day of finals. Yeah. Like, you're not wasting any time. I'm not wasting any time. And honestly, like, you will look back and think, like, wow, I really did, like, move myself across the United States to, you know, just explore and 
seek new opportunities and stuff. You might find something in Chicago that you love that you, that you would have never gotten been able to, to experience yeah. here. No, I totally agree. And it's kind of, you know, moving out of Texas and leaving my house and exploring bigger things is just something that I've dreamed about doing probably since I was in middle school. Yeah, you were like such like a true jet setter. Yeah, I was like ready. You're like, let's go. The minute I was out of the womb, I was like, I'm ready to go. Um, and I don't, I don't know what it is necessarily, but yeah, I, I just love the idea of, you know, experiencing new things. What is that Kardashian thing where it's like, I just want to experience. You, you always say you want to experience things, but... I don't know. It's it's Kylie like telling Kendall, I love the Kardashians. I'll say it. <laughs> I love the Kardashians. It, you, you've never seen that? No. I mean, you always say you want to experience things, but if you really want to experience things, you would have experienced them if you want to experience things. Okay, like that. but that's truth. That's yeah. the truth, though. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want something to happen, you are capable yes. of doing it. You don't want to look back when you're, like, in your 40s or your 50s and you're tied down. Like, not tied down in a bad way. Ooh. But, <laughs> you know, when, <laughs> when you're tied down, like, not tied down. But when you have, like, a family, your life is you have more... less opportunities. Yes. It's, like, more of a stable environment. Mm-hmm. Right now, nothing is stable not about in this environment. <laughs> You know, if I really wanted to, like, move to, you know, some crazy place, like... Like uh, the Dominican Republic or something? Yes, like the DR. I would I would just go. You know, yeah. nothing is really holding, you holding me here. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have no kid. Mm-hmm. I have no child. Yeah. I don't have a husband. You know, it's just me. But I have a few players on my team, I think. And yeah, you do. Me. I, I, I'm... I am a big fan of you. All 43 of you that listened to last week's podcast, <laughs> we consider you on our team. Yeah, so thanks. You're an ally. Um, but I feel... <laughs> not that we care about... Not, uh, <laughs> exposed. Yeah. We we get weak sometimes. You can't... Listen, those views, Millie and I celebrate every single one of those. We really listens. do. Not that we're, like, baiting you to, you know, spread this podcast to your friends. <clears throat> but no, I... I think that there have been so many situations that have happened recently that have further proved how important it is to just do the damn thing. Anytime yeah. you have a thought in your mind and you're kind of doubting it, and obviously, you know, make wise decisions. Yes, don't be reckless. But don't be reckless, but also if you want to be reckless and just be try reckless. it out, you can be reckless. <laughs> Unless, as long as it's not hurting somebody else, I think. Honestly, that's such a good point. As long as you're just doing what you love or, you know, doing you and it's not hurting anybody else, just, like, it's fine. Yeah, just nice and unproblematic is what I like to say. It's but, the way to go. Yeah, there have been so many situations that have further proved to me how important it is to, you know, take advantage of my 20s and just do crazy things that because I've always they are fleeting they are fleeting this pandemic has proved it you know people passing away so early and so healthy have proved it and not even like in my personal life but you know celebrities and you know other people too it's mm-hmm. crazy how you never really know yeah and I've watched videos and I've read things about you know the the regrets that elderly people have at their age now they're looking back on their life and 
there's always something like, oh, I wish I had been more this or I wish I did this. Yeah. I know at the end of the day, like, at the end of the day, at the end of my life, when I look back, I will probably still have, like, you know, I should have done this, you know? Mm -hmm. But I just want to have, like, I mean, as few of those as possible. Right, right. And I think that's the important thing. And I feel like every time you do something outside of your comfort zone, you know that you have just accomplished something great. Yes. I feel like everybody gets a little tingle inside. They're like, I can't, I can't believe I did that. He, that was so crazy. <laughs> that was so thrilling. Yeah, but it's just, it's something that you'll never forget. So take every opportunity you get. Yes, like honestly, every single time I've ever been a little spontaneous, I always remember. Exactly, and you, you're always like, oh, I'm so glad that I did that. Yes. I'm so glad that I pulled an all-nighter so that I could go do this instead of work. No. No. <laughs> I cannot say that. Well, I I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm so glad. Let's think of like one. Oh, okay. I can think of one. That one night there was like okay, so basically at this place where we're from, like downtown San Antonio, called the Paper Tiger, they have like this monthly monthly I don't know. I feel like it was more frequent. Probably like Every Two day. times a month. <laughs> Every single day. They had this Electric Feels, I guess, concert. Yeah. Where they would just, like, play music, like, what type of music? Like, like indie? Uh, indie, like, throwback. It was just a big compilation. It was a good different. time. It was, it was a good time. So, okay. So there was a, we were at studio doing work, you know, like, we were going. We were, we were going. We were going. And so there was an Electric Feels concert that night. Well, the next morning, we had to be on a bus at, like, 3... 3 a.m.? 4, 5. 3, 4, I think it was 5 a.m., actually. It was 5 a.m. 5 a.m. to go on a field trip for school. We decided that the best, like, option for us was to work at studio until the concert, go to the concert, and then stay up until we had to leave for Dallas. At 5 a.m. Yeah. And, you know, that's a time that I will always look back on. No, it was fun. It was so fun. I'm I'm just surprised at how everybody was willing to do it. Yeah. And I remember, like, right before as we were, like, going on the bus, our friend Car had a test. And she was doing it, like... <laughs> bless you. Thank you. <laughs> we were doing it in the computer lab. She was doing it in, in the computer lab. It was due at midnight, right? I don't even know when it was remember. due. I don't even know when it was due, but it was due, like, now. It, it was due now. And so she was doing it, and she almost didn't finish because we were we were had to a little little we had to load the bus like super quick. But yeah, she was able to finish. I think she got an A or a B. That was a good time. That was a good time. But yeah, I think we'll end this episode now. Yeah, we hope that you guys enjoyed this little kind of a little bit inspirational encouraging ranty this is basically basically an episode where millie and i talked to each other about things that we need to be doing yeah it was like a message to our future selves but i think like we're in our early 20s we really owe it to ourselves like i said before to just do it Mm -hmm. do the dang thing do the dang thing and for all of you out there that 
are going through similar situations or you're contemplating whether or not you just should. do it just do it end of story don't even think about it don't even think don't be reckless don't be reckless if you want to be reckless be reckless be reckless as long as you're not hurting anybody else <laughs> because we have to we have to be a little bit kind we have to think about others we do but yeah um let's just anybody want to say anything no no well i guess <laughs> Yes, we, okay, all. we are really bad at ending these things and starting these things. We are, but we'll get better. Yeah. So we hope you guys have a great week. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. New new week, new Monday. I think this is a very episode. good, very good episode to start your Monday. I know. This should like like incite like like magical feelings. Yeah, you should week. feel like you're astro projecting. <laughs> always <laughs> like a, like a unicorn like a unicorn but okay for real now we will let you go we hope you have a great week and we're gonna kiss you guys goodbye one two three Mwah. bye guys bye